in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. We are talking about what should be the basis for an excellent horror film. Ooh, the premise ooh. The premise is just perfect because everyone in suburbia can relate to it, mm-hmm. dealing with an obnoxious drama. Oh, oh my lord. And as an obnoxious drummer yourself, <laughs> yeah. you'd, you'd be able to relax. Oh, hang on a minute. I am just, you and your partner, Lou, yeah. very, very, uh, very lovely of the two of you, have gifted me a bottle of Jim Beam Double Oak Twice Barreled. And the story that I hear from Lou is yeah. you were like, I oh, will get some... You know, oh, should we get her some Jim Beam or should we get her something good? I'm so outraged. Okay, Jim Beam is good. No, so you decided to upgrade to the fancy Jim Beam and even you had a little sample. What did you say about it? I said it was very nice. We have that on record, Mr. Beam. We have that on record. You should also have it on record that I went to the bottle shop and I went up to the lovely young lady behind the counter and Mm -hmm. I said, I've been told to get good Jim Beam. And she looked at me and said, does that exist? Oh, my God. Yeah, she's shocked because naturally any kind of Jim Beam is the good kind of Jim Beam. <laughs> We're not actually sponsored by Jim Beam yet. Or ever, probably. <laughs> Because we're just giving it away. <laughs> oh, look, that's We need true. to be whores. We've got to stop being sluts. Yeah, god damn it. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> fuck. No, nah, I'm not giving it away. No, actually, this is the, the double oak. It's really nice. It, it's a fine drop of brain eraser. Oh, oh, I need that. I've had a week. It's been I've, a week. I've had a horror week. <laughs> oh, my God. We could go into crime scene cleaning after cleaning your house. Oh, my God. Seriously. Now, you, shut up. Okay, yes. All I'm going to say is if you intend to commit a crime and then clean the scene afterwards, don't do it involving a cat because <laughs> you will never get rid of that shit. <laughs> You will never destroy the evidence. You won't. We used a we used a Dyson vac that's designed specifically for pet hair. We shampooed the carpet. We still couldn't get the pet hair out. Yeah, lots of pet hair. Yes, it was the cat's <laughs> hair. Yeah, that had. It's a very curly hair there for a cat. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I look. You didn't once know you had, had a, a grey cat. You had a pube on your microphone. All right, you cannot cast judgment as me but you and your partner uh lou were lovely you came over you you did a couple of uh you know trips with me of loads to do stuff i I did a couple of loads mainly to judge all of my belongings absolutely yeah and be like do you need that that looks like you're hoarding are you a hoarding are you a hoarder what is this do you need that that's rubbish that's trash you literally had a bike that was last ridden through the snow to a munitions factory when women were forced to make shells at General Motors Holden in Elizabeth. That's called history. (laughs) Yes. All right. But yes, all right, so the bike has had less miles than your grandma. Yes. (laughs) I'm the first one to say it. But it's a classic. All right. At least grandma got ridden. (laughs) I bought it at a garage sale for $5. It's very cool. I rode it once. Yeah. And then realized it has no brakes. Oh. Um. And I came off at, 
came off it at, at a um, like an intersection, yeah. which is where I discovered it had no brakes. Oh, and Jesus. I, I had to make the decision of either I could just go straight forward into the path of the oncoming car yeah. or wipe myself out by directly hitting like the curb yeah. and like just going into the shrubbery. So I chose wrong. I chose the shrubbery <laughs> in hindsight. It was a prickly bush. I should, have, I should have just taken the car. I would have bounced. Fair enough. Um, so it has been sitting. But I will fix it. Yeah. Now, as we know, we respect your veganism. Mm-hmm. And you did bring around a very what, – what, what was that that we had tonight? Um, that was a vermicelli mock beef salad. It was amazing. Yes. It was re- it's honestly better than a beef one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll give you that. What I will say, however, is when yeah. I'm cleaning the outside of your house and you ask me to relocate the spiders – Yes. Because you're vegan and you don't want to hurt the spiders. Yes. These spiders have got squatters rights on your property. <laughs> and you're like, can you just relocate them? No, but like it's good. Like you like if you've got the daddy long legs, they keep the bad spiders away. Well, these were nothing but bad spiders. They're, they're good. What? No. You had wolf spiders and redbacks. All the shit that we joke with about you know, to American <laughs> tourists. <laughs> like they just going about their day, man. They're just trying to get shit done. They don't need me coming along squishing them. Yeah, fair enough, but still. Uh, You know, I give love to all. I mean, not as many as I would like to and not in a while, but, (laughs) you know. You've moved away from Hanson Road too. (laughs) There's there's an in-joke for... (laughs) The people of Adelaide. It's the the road where we keep all our prostitutes on. Sex workers. Thank you very much. You know. What's the difference between a prostitute and a sex worker? A prostitute's a pejorative term, whereas sex oh. worker is empowering. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we keep a lot of our sex workers yes. on Hanson Road yes. for some reason. Convenience? It is. It's it, it's a historical, you know, it's a it's a pickup joint. Yeah. Stand, oh. by, stand by the side of the road and, and leery men turn up and look for yeah. blowjobs. It is, it is near a lot of, like, trucking. Yeah. Networks. And you know what? Truckers are on the road a lot. They deserve love and people who may have chosen. Because let's be honest, the people soliciting for work on the side of the road often have fewer options than other people. Mm -hmm. They deserve an income. Everyone, you know, you know what? We need to get past money. We do. And we all need to just have homes and and happiness and fluffy cats and fly through space spreading goodwill. And Absolutely. Science. That's what that's the fundamental th- you Americans are so scared of communism. You don't realize that it's an economy based on blowjobs. <laughs> Free healthcare <Woo>! and blowjobs. <laughs> oh my god. There's a reason Karl Marx has a big fucking smile on all those pictures of him. You know what it is? I think the whole the whole idea of like that whole kind of like because I mean you look at Star Trek. Star Trek is like totally communist. Absolutely. You know the problem is everybody looks at like places like China and think that's communist. That's not communism. That's a, that's a dictatorship. That's a totalitarian oligarchy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's actually more like capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, no, I'm talking about like the love, like you know. Peace out, Star Trek kind of communism. That's what I want. Yeah. Money means nothing. Yeah. You know, and we all just like float in space and we're all good looking and in shape because you don't even have to, because somebody just points something at you and bam, you're your physical peak. And all the hard questions are answered by a pale robot. Yes. And and Marina Sietis is in there in a totally 
in like a totally inappropriate work outfit, which we all love. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we, yeah, why is she wearing her gym clothes on the bridge? Space I don't titties, know. That's why. Yeah. Oh, and gravi- there's no gravity problems with Marina Sirtis. <laughs> oh, my God. As someone with bigger titties, I cannot wait for us to get into space. No gravity, man. Oh, oh. that'd be so good for my back <laughs> if they could just roam free. There's the end of 2001, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Instead of that old man at the bed pointing at the thing, it's just monkeys learning to undo bra straps. No, how more interesting would that movie have been instead of like monkeys hitting things with stick? It's just women with giant titties just like boom, 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 <laughs> just like smacking Harvey Weinstein to death. Russ Myers, 2001, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Zero gravity, zero inhibitions. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And even the poster, because you got like the two, like zero zero one. It's just two titty just titty one. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god! There's got to be a porn parody. I know. And where you see that thing of just that dun, dun, as the dawn breaks behind one perfectly round titty, uh. and then you pull back. It's just two titties. <laughs> <laughs> Much better film. And like Howl's just a he's a glory hole. <laughs> You're obsessed with glory holes. Open the glory hole. But Hal, I can't do that, Dave. Nobody ever uses these things, Dave. Oh my god. <laughs> well no, I was just thinking of yeah, no, just open your open your pod bay doors, Hal. Open your pod door. Come on, that's, it takes a whole new that's meaning. Definitely an anal sex euphemism. <laughs> Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I can't do that, Dave. Don't lie back and think of Daisy. Oh, <laughs> Daisy, <laughs> Daisy. Daisy. Oh, oh. oh, look. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you've had a buckwheat juice for lunch. You know. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> You're such a hater. Oh, oh, f- mm. AKA farm lube. Oh my god! One day we will do an episode. Um, I've started like. I've started researching it. We will do, let's just say there was a funded scientific study. Yes. You know, you get, you know, they, they take the um, planes up and you actually, you, you know, for like a minute, you break gravity. So you yeah, can, so it descends at the rate of gravity. So it feels like the if, to relative to the people inside the plane, it feels like you've got zero G. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you know, do that. Um, so you can pay for an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Scientists, okay, and like that's not cheap to do. No, of course not. Um, scientists, and I'm using this with finger waggling. You yeah. know, we talk about we should do an episode just on questionable scientific studies. Yeah, they did a scientific study where they <laughs> they got the plane. Okay, they did it to get the zero G. They just took a bunch of cats <laughs> and they just like let them go to see how cats would handle. Zero G gravity, and if they do, in fact, always end up the right way, even in zero G. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking science, man. <laughs> Good old science. It's like if it's like if I just randomly came up with a science grant. Yeah, give me fifty thousand. I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna take my cat <laughs> to test out zero G. <laughs> just me with my cat. Whee. The RSPCA was definitely not involved in that flight. But we will do an episode on that because I'm just I was just reading about it. I'm like, oh my god, this is how it what? <laughs> Why did we need to know this? 
Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Cancer, have we solved it? No, but we do know that cats land feet down in zero gravity. There you go. Worth it. <laughs> I love science. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what the funny thing is? This is in no way, shape or form brings us to our topic of the week. Of course it doesn't. We're a fucking train wreck. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This week. Before yeah. we continue, yeah. my battery indicator has started going down right now. I'm going to plug it in. We're not going to stop recording. Oh, but I'm going to plug it in now so it doesn't die. Oh my god! Oh, it's going down. What <laughs> it is. is. Which which your battery pack? Is this why you named it after your grandma? <laughs> she never went down. <laughs> Two minutes in, I'm always going. She's going down again. Uh, Woo! There was no going down for grandma. No, there was going down for England for the war effort. Dun, 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 dun. Would you like me to tell you what this week's episode is about? I'm going to edit this out. Oh. Well, you said no, we're not going to edit it. I thought you were just like, fuck it. No, we're not going to stop. Ah, I'm going to edit it. Okay. Oh, fuck it. We can just leave this in. This (laughs) this week is very loose. I'm going to plug it in. Like your grandma. Look, I thought you were just trying to be like, you know, I was like covering you, you know, while you were doing your doodad. You're a doodad. You're a doodad. All right, I'm carrying on without you. Fuck okay. you then. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't break it. I'm trying not to. This thing's far too expensive. Is it filled with your pubes? Oh, yuck. Judging by your microphones, it's probably covered in it. Oh, shut up. What? We did just clean your house. <laughs> Talk about... Oh, you're a judgy little fucker. Shut up. <laughs> All right. All right, nearly there. I'm just going to get the cord. Talk about the. This is one of the worst times for your batteries to die, other than your vibrator. Oh, that is the worst. Yeah. Oh. Well, let's not get carried away. Sing a song or something. (laughs) Just think of England and carry on. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, it's you're a long literally. Way to it's a long way to I'm just saying, if Germany invaded today, it, yeah. the war would not have had the same outcome <laughs> if you and I were running <laughs> supply lines. That is very true. We are the Maginot line of podcasting. <laughs> Thought we were prepared. The army just went another way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> we are now plugged in. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? No, it's not that we're shit. We just, we follow a beat to our own drum. That's pretty slick. And that actually brings us to the topic of the week. Ooh. I know. As we, this week, we look at the drummer of Tedworth or Bill and Tedworth's excellent adventure. Very good. <laughs> now we're actually going to go all the way back to 1661 a good year in ten- some of the bottles of wine we tipped out from your shed were from then <laughs> they came in on the wreck of the ethel <laughs> it was pirate rum <laughs> look they got pushed to the back of the cupboard don't judge me which i cannot believe because you're such an alcoholic i know 
I know. But the problem is they got pushed back behind the, p- the paint supplies for the artist I'm yet to become. <laughs> Do you know how triggering it is for a recovering alcoholic uh-huh. to have to sit there and pour bottles of wine down the sink <laughs> again? Wouldn't that be good for you? Because they they were they looked dodgy. No, the last time I did that, I went to rehab. <laughs> but then this isn't good. This is reminding you why you yeah. went to red. Yeah, well, and it smelled like shit. It did. Yeah, particularly that homemade port <laughs> that it turned into vinegar. Oh, the Glad Wrap seal. Who would have thought? Oh my god. Okay, I Ceram wanna, wrap for our American listeners. I want it on the record. I just you made me spit like booze on the microphone. Oh god. I don't drink port. I don't like port. Port is fucking nasty, but someone gave it to me. Because they're like, my great granddaddy on his deathbed made this port with his last breath. So you're kind of like, oh thanks. Because he had just made a swimming pool of it, apparently. Yeah, yeah he swam in it too, yeah. down by the smell. Oh, Oh my god! And so he was just sitting in my house because I'm like, what if they show up one day and they want a glass of it? <sighs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was the old fashioned super petrol with a lead in it. Yeah, actually, the price of petrol, I should have put it in my car. Fucking chitty chitty bang bang shit. <laughs> Pretty sure they used that in one of those many Back to the Future iterations where they needed to power the DeLorean. <laughs> We've got any homemade shitty port? <laughs> That's what would happen if Back to the Future landed in Australia in the 1960s. <laughs> Sorry, we've got telecommunications from the 1930s, but we all drink a lot. (laughs) Huzzah! Can we power your car with domestic violence and racism? (laughs) Australia's got abundance of that. I've got some flip-flops. Will that help? (laughs) Let me just punch the wife and drink something. It's what Uh, this country's built on. Sadly, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And a bit of genocide as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we roll. Oh, where were we? That's right. <laughs> we were in our DeLorean. We had just touched down in, in 1661 um, in Tedworth, Wiltshire, which is in England. Of course it is. For everybody who doesn't live in Tedworth, Wiltshire. It's one of the few uh, shears that you can pronounce the name of. Oh, yeah, some of them. Oh, Worcestershire. Which, oh, yeah, I know that one. Worcestershire. <laughs> is that by the Earl of Sandwich? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, so this story basically, and you know what, and this is for everyone out there who, and I think it's appropriate because I think a lot of us, like, we're still angry about Roe versus Wade being overturned. Unless you're a man. High five. Let's hang in there for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. So people are angry. You, you You can't be a judge for life. But anyway, that's just me. That's bullshit. Anyway, burn that shit to the ground. But you know what? In this, I think we want to sit back and relax where we can look at a judge, a magistrate, a landowner. Yes. Who has a really fucking shit time. Who has difficulties. Who has to face the consequences of his actions of being a piece of shit. And I thought we'd all enjoy that this week. Absolutely, the British, uh, the British judiciary were fucking cunts. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, don't say that. Cunts are beautiful things. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike judges. Unlike, yeah, judges in the 1600s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, the hero, as it were, or the anti-hero of our story, 
was a Mr. William Drury. William Drury was a vagrant. It's not that hit me with your rhythm stick guy, is it? <laughs> Wasn't he a William Drury? Hit me with your rhythm, rhythm stick. stick. Hit me. Hit, hit me. Put some body. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, no, not that guy. Yeah. Could be related. Um, now, he was just a vagrant, you know, a homeless person. Yeah. And he basically, he went up and down the countryside. He wandered around. Um Performing, he'd go to towns and he would put on, I guess, sort of like little shows, you know. <laughs> Show trials? <laughs> um, he, his activities included things where he'd swing a hoop around his waist. Wow. He, he, like, he like beat the hula hoop by like 300 years. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, juggling. Oh, yeah. Jugglers. Yeah, fucking Fringe Festival right there. Yeah. But his favourite activity. Yes. Was to bang his little drum. Hey, all right. Just on his drum. Was he any good, or was he still like learning the rudiments? Look, history has not actually <laughs> written down as to whether he was any good. Okay. It just says that he really enjoyed to play the drums. Okay, so he was shit. <laughs> and that's how he earned his living by busking. Fair enough. So, what, was he an ex-military drummer? Like, what? oh, he no, he was just a man. Who liked a drum? Fair call. He had served in the English Civil War. So he was a Republican. As in, you know, he wanted, you know, like, fuck the rich, you know, fuck the king, you know, power to the people. Punk rock. I like this guy. Exactly. Yeah. And then obviously bitter after the war, yeah. homeless, decided, had been through, like, you know, a, the horrors of war. Yeah. Which was really about three little wars combined into one ongoing war. Um, so after the horrors of war, went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wander around and bang my drum. Fuck yeah. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Give me your money, cunt. <laughs> That's a fringe festival for anyone who's <laughs> there you go, bam. There you go. I'm now gonna do a trick. Money in the bucket. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. You know, small business, doing his own thing, doing what makes him happy. Fuck working for the man, I'm working for myself. Pick my own hours, <laughs> drum all day, yeah. root all night. Not like those corporate fucking jesters <laughs> in there in the court with the fucking king. <laughs> I'm out here in the streets with the people. With the working man, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, You're a beggar with a talent. <laughs> That's what you are. Oh, my God, that is literally everyone in the arts. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> Oh, God, don't kill yourself. That I'm sorry. mean. <laughs> it's true, though. Oh, my God. Apart from, like, the one person who becomes a millionaire, like Kevin Hart. Yeah. Everyone else fucking broke. Yeah. Uh, we still don't have a Patreon. <laughs> Technically, we haven't set up a Patreon. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will they come. They will come. Not if you talk about building it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> That's like our merchandise. We, do you know how many requests we get for our merchandise? And we've fucking done none of it. Yeah, we should sort our shit out. Oh, Lord. No, s- sorting our shit out is actually a future episode that we're going to cover. Okay. But we'll come back to that. Does my girlfriend have to clean that too? <laughs> <laughs> You volunteered, all right? Shut <laughs> up. Oh. Just like Grandma. <laughs> In March of 1661, 
our little drummer man walked into the town of Lagershall. Okay. Which was which was near uh Tedworth. And so he came along, doing his little show, banging his little drum, um, trying to get money. Yeah. So sometimes he would go and he would sort of like perform in like the town square. Sometimes, oh my god, he would just go to people's houses, Holy stand fuck. out the front, just cut a set, and then just keep drumming until you came out and gave him money to fuck off. He's like the opposite of the ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah. You, instead of you running after him yeah. down the street. <laughs> oh, what a genius. I know. Just be so obnoxious, people pay you to leave. Yeah, he'd just rock up with his drum. <laughs> and then do his hula hoop thing and gyrate with the emotion that local wenches have never seen before. I learned this in the battle with the French. You know he caught it from the French. Yeah, absolutely. I call this Robespierre's thrust. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't arrested, to be honest. <laughs> He's like the British Elvis. <laughs> Still these, like- His hips are a witch. Fetch <laughs> oh, <bet> your eyes. <laughs> Oh, he like, makes a hoop dance around his body. He's suggesting that the earth is not set center of the universe. Burn him. <laughs> it's clearly a witch. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yes, he, you know, continued uh, earning his uh, weekly meal. We can call say. this guy a prostitute. A daily meal. We don't have to respect He's a shit. drum prostitute. He's a, definitely a drum prostitute. <laughs> He's a drum prostitute. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So. I'm just imagining all the dickheads I encountered over the years at gigs that just yelled out, do a blast beat. It's like, oh, fuck off. What's a blast beat? It's like just fast bullshit. Ah, okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's a man thing, I guess. Yeah, heavy metal thing. Ah, okay. Um... So all of this went fine. He was, you know, walking around, beating his drum. People would give him money. He'd fuck off. Everyone's a winner. Louis C.K. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think some people were consenting. Oh, this, yeah, so. probably. Yeah. That's the least. <laughs> During a time when the serfs still existed. <laughs> it's probably not the worst thing you're going to face at work, is it? It's got to be up there, though. It's probably it's up gonna there. It's got to be up there. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so this this was going quite well for him. You know, he was he was earning his meagre living. Doing all right. And you know what? What was more important? He was bloody well enjoying himself. Fucking good on him. Live the dream. Yeah. If only all of us could be that happy in our job. So this was until he came near the lands of... Local magistrate or judge. Yes. And local landowner, John Mompesson. Ugh. Didn't he sound like a piece of shit? He sounds depressing. The kind of thing that you can flap through moistened lips surrounded by mutton chops. Brewing your like swimming pool of port. Throw another servant in it. Make them do another lap. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, rather than just giving the uh, roving drummer a yeah. few pennies to just move on down the road. Yeah, someone else's problem. He decided to complain. Oh, dear. And Garen 
off to see the manager. Oh, when the manager was the Karen, it was a <laughs> recipe for disaster. He actually sent for the bailiff. Okay. Demanding that the drummer be arrested. Fuck. Okay. So he's called the law. Yeah. He called the law on the drumming man. So he watched him um, be arrested, hauled yep. off to court, and they confiscated his drum. Motherfucker. Took his livelihood. Took his – it wasn't – you know, it wasn't even just his livelihood. This was – this was William Drury's fun. This was his life. This was his reason to be, to bang his little drum. Now, I've got to say, having grown up in the 1990s, mm-hmm. Uh, there were many parties that I went to where somebody brought an acoustic guitar. <laughs> and I would have liked to have seen them confiscated and burned in yeah. their presence. Yeah. So I kind of do sympathize with the judge a little bit. But give it back to him. No, yeah, no, this guy, this guy's don't sympathize like this, like, oh, you know, Hitler did have some good policies. That's what you're saying so far in this story. I've got a theory about no matter how evil people are, they will yeah. always break for ducks. Do you reckon Hitler would break for ducks? If he was driving along in that gigantic Mercedes Benz of his and there was yeah. ducks, he would like be halt. And then no, because my friend actually saw someone like speed up and barrel through a duck with their duck legs. Oh, that yeah. person's worse than Hitler. Yeah, I'm Literally. certain Hitler would have break break for ducks. Yeah, yeah. No, human beings are the worst piece of trash. Yeah, like yeah. you can you can commit the single greatest crime in the history of humanity, but I still reckon you'd break for ducks. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's any hope for you. Yeah. yeah, this guy in a fucking, you know, Hyundai, nah. Sped up. Yeah. Wow. Aimed for the mother duck and her ducklings. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That's fucking cool. My friend, like, is still traumatized to it, like, about it this day, and I'm traumatized. I wasn't even there, and I heard about it, and it gets me upset whenever Where I see a duck. Where did this happen? Adelaide. Oh, of course it did. By the parklands. Of course it did. Yeah. Well, there's actually signs up saying, slow down, watch out, you know, ducks and ducklings. Yeah, but no, murder's a sport here. Mm. Yeah, I just I, we should be grateful he didn't put the bodies in a barrel. Yeah. Oh lord. So yeah, this son of a bitch got the drummer arrested. Yeah. He went to jail and had his drum confiscated. Because at the time, would you believe you weren't supposed to just be wandering around the countryside just busking for a living? Of course not. You should be bonded to a rich person. <laughs> the gentleman said, "No, no, I've got papers that say I'm legally allowed to." Wander yeah. around and bang on my drum for money. Okay. <laughs> I'm guessing he was illiterate. The judge claimed bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and claimed that all of his papers were fake. So. <laughs> this is not a drum permit. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the guy's just like, psych, and runs away. <laughs> so. Uh, the magistrate insisted that he should be spend time in prison. Did he call his hula hooping lip, uh, hips <laughs> as a witness? My hips do not lie. <laughs> yeah, no, that was Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have used his like you know fancy hips yeah. because the drummer managed to persuade the constable to release him. Are we talking about the currency of the wasteland? (laughs) That little bargaining chip that we all have, should we choose to use it? Well, I mean, maybe he just put his drumming skills to good use. We don't know. But so he managed 
the to get the constable to release him. But he refused to give him his drum. Ooh. He begged and pleaded they for his even, drum. They didn't even have mouthwash back then. He didn't even get his drum back. <laughs> no, he released him. You know why he couldn't get the drum? Why? Because the judge, the magistrate, the landowner had now taken possession <gasps> of the drum. What? What a cunt. That's a dick move. Literally steals a homeless man's drum. Who wow. does that? While wow. he was like running over ducklings, <laughs> laughing about stealing a homeless man's drum. Do you know how hard it is to train a horse to step on ducklings? <laughs> That's hard shit. Well, you do when you're this big a piece of shit. Who does that? Wow. It's the, it's the way he earns money. And it's 1661. You can't, like, you know, wash a car's, you know, and let he, you know, a horse down at the lights. You know, you can't change that way. There's like 7 Elevens to sit out the front of. No. You know, like, how else do you earn money? Fucker confiscated his drum. That's brutal. Oh, so William had to flee the area. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord. So he left the area. Yes. The judge now took possession of the drum. But would you know, round about this time, once he took possession of the drum, strange things started occurring at the magistrate's house. Well. It started with drumming. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Oh, my, that's pretty. That's pretty rude. From out in the darkness, <laughs> all fucking night, all fucking time, just fucking drumming everywhere. So it started, you know, around the house. One night, it was even reported on the roof. <laughs> Don't fuck with carnies. The sound. Of, well, it's funny you say that. William Jury. Was friends with some gypsies. Oh, who'd have thunk it? And people claimed that, oh, it's just his gypsy brethren have come up to show their revenge by randomly popping up at bushes whenever they would pass through town and just outside the magistrate's house all night, every night, randomly, which was fantastic. And I think it's the best revenge ever. It's pretty good. But then. The drumming started coming inside the house. <laughs> Can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night and just being like, oh, drummer. <laughs> There's a drummer in the house. <laughs> oh, my God. You'd know just from, like, the smell of weed and the, <laughs> the body lack of deodorant. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then the noises started to escalate and it moved beyond drumming. What, are we talking like a Tommy Lee, Motley Crue kind of deal? <laughs> Someone put a swing in over the piano. <laughs> but now sometimes, yeah, because some of these at times, like the drumming would be, it would just be like five nights of constant drumming every night. Yeah. And then it would go away for like three nights. Nothing. Right. 
and then it would start up. You, you get like another five nights. So that's why people were like, it's literally people just like traveling through town. And then as word would spread, yeah. every teenager, <laughs> every other drum lover or anyone just thinks this guy is a prick who I'm guessing by the judge of it. Now everyone knows where the judge lives. Yeah. Everyone is now showing up, giving him a little. And thus the soccer fan was born. <laughs> so, but then, yeah, so stuff started to happen in t- inside the house. It started small with things such as objects started to move around the house. As in people would watch oh. books would fall off shelves. Okay. Glasses would move along tables and people would hear weird sounds, like what sounded like animal noises. So he's still a drummer. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's literally just a drummer, mate. He's On- in the cruel space. <laughs> Honestly, if you could somehow isolate just the sound of a drummer. Yeah. Like, so you couldn't hear any of the drums, all you would hear is... <sighs> That's all you would hear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is literally what they're reporting. (laughs) He didn't have a drum to cover it up, so it's his own fault. (laughs) You took away the drum to cover that shit up. Oh, my Lord. No, they would start to hear the sound of... the, what sounded like scratching and pour and pouring yeah. from inside the walls. Like a monkey with a Coke boner. Mm. Yeah. Or again, this could be, you know, like rats. Yeah, probably. It is England. 1661. Mm. You're mostly rats. Yeah, they, like, they'd invented most things, but not hygiene yeah. at that point. Like your walls was probably mostly rats. Like you would just put a bit of mortar in between rats. They're fucking perfectly good building material. <laughs> London's built on rats. <laughs> People said that they started to hear disemboided human voices. Disemboided? Disemboided. What's a disemboided human voice? <laughs> it, it's my second glass of... I was going to say, that stuff's effective. And <laughs> You're going to wake up in our bath with no kidney. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, why we take your kidneys? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't Oh, this Jim Beam's been thrice barreled. Just just wring it out. That's how we get the port. Uh, I'm still not drinking it. I'm just putting it back under the sink. (laughs) Oh, God. Now, then objects started being thrown at people in the house, including at first it was just localised to the judge. Yeah. And his family. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it. Pretty funny. (laughs) I know. It's kind of you're like, I don't don't actually feel bad at any stage. It's what you get. Exactly. Being a cunt. I'm just saying, you be a cunt. Mind you, now that there's shit being thrown around the house in tantrums, I'm starting to think it's a lead singer and not just a drummer. Oh. Well, no, I'm starting to think like if we could like somehow like transfer this to like today, people yeah. would be showing up at the Supreme Court justices and people would just start throwing their like aborted fetuses like oh. <laughs> just from like the walls. Pickles at a McDonald's window. Yeah. Is <laughs> it? Like, oh. <laughs> oh. Too far. Yeah. Roe versus race. Who gets to the bottom first? <laughs> this fucking podcast does. <laughs> I'm just saying, consequence of your fucking actions. Yeah. we got to do it behind a bin. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a condom, kids. Ooh. Wear a condom. 
Uh, or burn the infrastructure down. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, condoms are cheaper. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so objects were thrown at the people. But then it also started to happen to servants oh, who worked in the house. That's why it's a singer. This is not the ghost of a drummer. This is a singer at this point. You never hear the story about a, a drummer throwing a tantrum. It's always Axl Rose mm. or someone like that. Or maybe maybe all this time it was like Ringo was really the reason that broke up the Beatles <laughs> because he's like the only one alive. You can put a spin on it. Oh, no, Paul's alive, Paul, isn't he? Paul McCartney just headlined um, Glastonbury. Oh. He's 80. Glastonbury's not what it used to be. I'm just saying. <laughs> Got up there with fucking Dave Grohl and Bruce Springsteen and Lizzo. Yeah, get fucking oh, old white man. Yeah, fucking rock on. Tell us how to rebel. <laughs> old fucking white rich millionaires. Yeah, tell us how to change the world. Yeah, fuck me. Oh, whereas you listen exclusively to Death Grips. Shut up. <laughs> you literally listen to nothing but Iron Maiden. And <laughs> they've made the same album twenty six oh times. Oh my god! Yeah, but when you've got it right. <laughs> Why change the magic? Yeah. That's not true. I also, I adore Chris Isaac. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I like Chris Isaac. I love Chris Isaac. I swear to God, I would have once blown Chris Isaac, but I got too excited and hyperventilated and had to be escorted away by security because I think they thought I was going to die. Well, you got to pass a test to blow him, like a physical test, like Gattaca? He he like checked out my titties and I was just like, oh my God. And I like, I got all fangirly and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Oh my God. And just literally started hyperventilating. And a security guard had to take me away and sit Aww. me down. And he got me some water. That was nice. That's nice. You should never do that. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> He's like, we gave her water, litigation covered. <laughs> yeah. Until you choke on your own vomit. <laughs> well, no, this was after I had like, okay. you know, they were like, once they had, he was sure I wasn't going to die. He literally just gave me a glass of water and then fucking like locked me outside. There you go. Damn. Anyway. Well, I've never nearly blown any celebrities. I'm sorry. I know. I once met Bran Daler from Mastodon after a show, and uh, such an incel. Yeah, and he uh, he had two women with him, and and he had like four beers. Yeah, I was like, "Can I buy you a beer?" And he looked at the two women and the four beers and goes, "I'm all right." (laughs) Like that's actually pretty rock and roll. Yeah, it was pretty funny for him, not for you. No, awkward. So embarrassing. It was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This way you should have like leapt in and like brung your like apocalypse like trait to the front and just blown him. It was literally the only thing that he was missing at that stage. There was, was a, a blowjob. There was a line for that. You know? Yeah, there was a line. And you should have taken the initiative. Seize the day. <laughs> captain, my captain. Fucking anyway. Carpe dick. <laughs> oh, now that has to be a porn. <laughs> dick Poet Society. <laughs> Oh my god! No, that is just people sprouting like their homemade like poetry while you give them a blowjob. Nobody wants to see that. Um, You're pretty much describing my my twenties. <laughs> I don't know how you ever made it. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, so it started just happening to the family. Then it started happening to basically anyone who would work there. Thus, they then had a problem keeping staff. It's a very primitive form of industrial action. <laughs> I mean, solidarity is probably better. Because one particular gentleman in particular kept having shoes thrown at his head. Oh. So he decided, 
yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck this. Quit. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to get a drum <laughs> and just fucking roam from town to town, thrusting my hips. Yeah, fuck this noise. Yeah. And thus rock and roll was born. Like I'm George W. Bush. <laughs> Shoes thrown at my head. The other thing that started to happen, and again, is further proof that the place was haunted by a drummer. Strange, offensive smells began to waft around the house. Yeah. Including sulfur. Yeah, some of those rehearsal rooms get pretty funky. Yeah. Although I am prepared to say it might have just been the kids on the bit of that. (laughs) And someone's just like, oh, no, it's it's like, that's sulfur, man. What would they have been smoking back then, though? They Uh, they didn't have... Catholics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sinful. Oh, you can taste the purgatory. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But yeah, so the drumming noises continued for days on end. People began to see apparitions. (laughs) One person claimed to see a ghost... With a drum. Oh, how coincidental. (laughs) Then the younger children were levitated from their beds. Okay, that's a step up. (laughs) You're like, oh, it's all shit. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One of the servants woke up one night to see a dark body with red glaring eyes standing at the end of their bed. God, it's Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Another servant said that they had the problem that they would wake up to the sensation of their blanket being pulled from their body. <gasps> to stick in his bass drum. When they would grab the blanket and try to pull it up. Yeah. It would for, it would like forcibly be grabbed again, and that's why people would sort of like wake up, like oh what, and then find themselves like in a tug of war match with nothing. Oh my god! <laughs> like who the fuck is wrestling a fucking poltergeist for their blanket? <laughs> like what the you know you want? Don't fucking have it. Yeah. I mean, you're dead. I don't know what the fuck you're gonna do with it, but you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go to the cupboard and get another one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think blankets were easy to come by in the 1600s. I'll toss my hay. <laughs> <laughs> just like in, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just Really, would you punch a poltergeist for well, a blanket? Yeah, because, I mean, otherwise you're going to have to sit there and spend three weeks on a loom making a new one. No, I'm sure you'd get it back like, a, like when it fucked off. How like, do you know it's like, going to fuck off? I'm not sure I wouldn't take it into the ether. Oh, I guess in poltergeist, it took the kid yeah. and their furniture. I, I think if it's the poltergeist is cold, it's not going to give it up. <laughs> Can you feel cold if you're a poltergeist? I don't know. I'm not a fucking poltergeist. I don't know. Maybe if you maybe if you're dead when you died, you'd, you'd be like, oh, you'd spend eternity being chilly. Oh, I'd hate that. Oh, like if I died without my socks on. Oh, I'd hate that. Don't worry, you're going to hell. <laughs> nice and warm. <laughs> Oh my god, that's right! All the all the uh, all the shit stirrers of the gays. Fucking, it'll be just like my life now. To be honest, where do bad folks go when they die? <laughs> you won't be in the cheap seats either. <laughs> You'll be right there with Hitler. 
break it for no. You know what? <laughs> I break for the ducks. Why am I here? No, you know what? We're both going to be going down into that glowy ember, and then we're going to like pull out that time that we braked for ducks. And we're like, oh, we're like Constantine. We'll start floating <laughs> up. Oh. Poor old sight. <laughs> Suck a bitch. Why do they make them so cute? Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, the uh, gentleman who had the uh, tug of war with his blanket, yeah. the family, would you believe, still hadn't connected the dots and were like, no, no, this possibly couldn't be a poltergeist. This can't be consequence of our actions. We're not cursed. It's, no, we're royals. No, it's clearly like poor people and shenanigans. <laughs> so they decided that just before they went to bed, they scattered ash all over every inch of the floor of the house. Okay. Because their theory was that when the poor person came walking in in the middle of the night, you couldn't get anywhere without walking through the ash. And thus, we will see footprints in the morning and we can confirm that we are being haunted by the poor. Ah, so it's basically paranormal activity. And they didn't have to clean that fucking shit up. No, exactly. They had help for that. <laughs> and they were the ones throwing the shoes at him. Clean up the fucking ash. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, no. So they put that down. The next morning, they didn't find any footprints. Oh. What they did find were claw marks. Oh, nice. It is paranormal activity. Through the ashes. Along with unintelligible letters and numerous circles. That's a drama. <laughs> That's definitely a drama. It's definitely a drama. He's tried to snort it. <laughs> oh my God, no. If it was a drama, that whole house would have been snorted clean. <laughs> Every inch. Or, I'm just saying, a poor person who had shoes that just had giant like circles on the bottom. If you're going to commit crime, then they can't get your footprint to, like, frame you. Am I a genius or what? They probably just had polio. <laughs> just stumps. Yeah. Just, They're just walking on little stumps. Yeah, it's all they could afford. They all had trench foot and shit. <laughs> That's true. They'd be to war. Podiatry hadn't been invented yet. Oh they still didn't have soap. <laughs> oh, my God. Just all these little stumpy people. No. Fuck you, Judge. <laughs> oh, my Lord. When getaway sticks were sticks. <laughs> And sticks were your legs. Would you believe these disturbances went on for more than two years? Holy fuck. And two years later, that spiteful, hateful, old, judgy, magistrate, dick, bastard still had a hold of the drum. Because he fucking did. Because there's one thing a British fucking aristocrat won't give up, and that is property. They know how to hold a fucking grudge. Yep. Oh, my Lord. I don't care if it ruins the life of me and my whole soot-covered family. I will not give you your drum back, poor person. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Would you believe this actually created widespread interest? Again, it's 1661. What the fuck else is happening? Not much. Well, there's nothing because there's no more fucking town drummer, is there? Yeah, exactly. You can't watch the guy with the hips. No. What the fuck are you going to do? So, would you believe that the house actually started to draw 
visitors. Oh. People would just arrive. Hello, I'm just I'm just another random rich person who just happens to be traveling through. Would you like to invite me in to your house? Maybe I might poke about a bit. Take some photos, do some reporting for my podcast. <laughs> my podcast is simply yelling at two urchins. <laughs> and nothing has changed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so, but then people started saying unpleasant things about the family. No. Yes. And... The religious people of the community. I mean, obviously. So you imagine they were met with, oh, I'm so sorry and kindness and love. (laughs) No. No. They were judged because they were clearly being punished for wickedness. Good. And this was clearly God coming down to punish them. Although it might actually be true because they're a great big bunch of assholes. (laughs) It shows what a petty God God is. (laughs) It's finding a god I can get behind. Going down to England to no. practice my paradiddles, keeping uh, these cunts up all night. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I'd get. You know what? I'd go to church more if that was. If we could all just. It's about pettiness and just fucking like dickheads up in a really petty way. Oh lord. <laughs> so there was a lot of this. This continued over the next two years, but then things started to get. Really strange. Now, of course, this is from 1661. So some of these stuff comes from rumors and stories, and some of them, I dare say, might be slightly exaggerated. Uh, like one of the claims, yeah, um, that one of the things that that happened is that a the people went out into the barn in the morning, and this is literally what the person had claimed: a horse was found with its leg, its little hoof, yeah. in its mouth. Okay. <laughs> I've been trying <laughs> to, like, visually work that out in my mind. I'm fairly confident that didn't happen. Unless it was sneaking peanut butter. <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> Like a a hoof in its mouth. I don't even know how that happens. Um, but was they, it was it coquettishly biting on it? Yeah. Like oh, flirting with the stable boy. Yeah. Oh. Bite, bite. Oh, I'm just. You might say I'm just chomping at the bit. Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm up for it, but I wouldn't say nay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you break a hip when you fell from my saddle? <laughs> oh my god. Now, this story might have been somewhat exaggerated from another story from a gentleman who wrote a book at the time who was writing it on shall we say satanic activities that were occurring across the land of course. in 1661. Yeah. Um now he claims that he actually went and vis- and stayed at the house because he wanted to record things that were happening. Yeah. Um and he said that he claims to have seen some of the things that happened such as some of the noises um some of the the shoes being thrown. Yeah. Um and he also noted that his horse, when people went down into the barn, the horse, his horse was actually in the barn covered in sweat 
and looked exhausted as if someone had ridden all through the night without yeah. a break. The, the horse was just completely um, exhausted. And then the horse actually collapsed and died of exhaustion within days. Right. But again, that could just be poor animal husbandry. Yeah. It was 1661. Yeah, it just died of colic or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then drops of blood began to fall inside the house. Uh, other phenomena started to happen, including glimmering lights. Oh. Uh, one of my favourite incurrences. <laughs> one of them in the reports, is this is literally all the, the description that we got of this incident, but I don't even think you need to know more. It was just... <laughs> Servant was chased by a stick of wood. <laughs> There's a story half made up and they couldn't finish it in time. I was chased, mister, I was. I was chased. By what, son? I was looking around the room like Kaiser Soze <laughs> trying to find something. A piece of wood it was. <laughs> I just, I mean. Everybody around there, I want you to just just picture in your mind. Just I'm just picturing what like a tiny little log like you'd throw on the fire. Yeah. Picture like <laughs> one of them was just like what what like chasing you around the house. It would be kind of cute. It kind of would be. It'd be like, hey, it's it's me and Loggy. It'd be like that guy in I'm the stick man. <laughs> what was that old lady in Twin Peaks? The log lady. Yeah. Mm. That's just maybe that's after a few years, they end up getting a place together. <laughs> fell in love, discovered that common interests. Oh, I nearly burned him. <laughs> Turns out he lit my fire. Woo! Oh, Lord. So that's just, I don't know why, but that's my favourite story of what happened to anyone in this house. That's amazing. Just being chased, <laughs> chased by a bit of wood. <laughs> it was just a really big rat, <laughs> let's be honest. Big old brown Norwegian rat. Oh my god! But the thing is, and but it's the thing that they but that they wrote. It's a stick of wood. <laughs> just, or just, I'm just picturing a little branch. I don't. Whatever. It's just, just kindling. You shouldn't be running from it. No. It's a stick of wood. <laughs> oh, <sighs> seriously, that's the shittest. Like I say that now, the universe is going to teach me a lesson by having been chased by a brick of wood. Yeah. Just the shittest podcast. <laughs> Just, it's like who throws a shoe? It's like <laughs> who throws a stick of wood? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, unlike another servant who actually claims that they were held in place by an unseen force, which just basically just grabbed their arms and legs. And they were unable to move. No, that was British feudalism. That's why they were stuck there. Yeah. That's was just, yeah, I'm rich. I own you. <laughs> I wonder how many gallons of port it would take to make this servant flammable. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't steal my fire. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so uh, the other thing is uh, then there'd also be footsteps inside the house when everyone was in bed. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> This was another one of like the random descriptions. Lighted candles floating up the chimney. Up the chimney? Oh, again, that sounds like a metaphor. That's some Wolf of Wall Street shit. <laughs> Light your candle up my chimney, governor. <laughs> oh, a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> the medicine. 
This was followed by the sound of singing heard in the chimney. Okay. <laughs> Just needed the light for their hymn books. They, they certainly did. <laughs> then, oh, shit got real. The next stage, chamber pots began being emptied onto beds. Oh, it's fucking Amber Heard. I was going to say, that's what happens when you have bonded servants and yeah. you don't let people live their own lives. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine those low-fibre British fucking oh. diets back then? And the worst thing is it probably took you five weeks to pump one out. Yeah. And then, oh, and oh my God, when she was chased by like a stick of wood, we sure it wasn't a turd. <laughs> or it might have been the stick they used to get the turd out. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Just, just, just put a rat on the stick. It's more gentle. Because <laughs> you put the no, you put the fairy bit in, in first. You put the teeth in first. Oh. And celebrity kinks were born. Oh my lord! It's like a feather duster. Oh, basil brush. <laughs> the other thing uh, curious was that coins would mysteriously turn black inside the house. Coins would turn black. Hmm. You're looking at me like that's supposed to mean something. I'm sitting here going, well, they were probably copper coins back then. Oh, don't bring your science into this. They should have gone green. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so this happened for two years. You'd think maybe you'd find the man and give his drum back. Yeah, the first sign of a chamber pot being emptied onto your bed by yeah. a ghost. Yeah, maybe you'd be like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. You kept a hold of the drum. Okay. Two years. So it's been going on for two years. Then in 1663, yeah. our hero, William Drury, was arrested in Gloucester? Gloucestershire. Gloucestershire. Are you No. G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R? Gloucester? Gloucester? Gloucester. So it's Gloucester. 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 It's Gloucester. It's charm. Yeah. (laughs) Where he was arrested and charged with stealing a pig. Well, pig skin, make a new drug. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say some fucker took his only livelihood. He had to do something. So, yeah, he was charged trying to steal a pig. Is that a euphemism for the ugly lights at the end of a night at a nightclub? <laughs> the lights come up. Yeah. I was stealing a pig, I was. I just had, I don't know why I just have this image of him just like for some reason picking up the pig and trying to run with it. Stuffing it up his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Is that a pig up your shirt? Are you happy to see me? No, governor. Well, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm just very hungry. <laughs> Haven't eaten in two years. Some fucker stole my drum. <laughs> oh, Lord. But so he was arrested, went to trial, but he was very lucky because at the time you could actually be hung. Pig stealing was a hanging offence. Yeah, absolutely. Habeas porcus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. But apparently they decided, no, the best option, you know what, let's just ship him off somewhere shit. Let's just ship him off. Well, Australia wasn't an option, so where'd they send him to? Africa or the United States? Oh, it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't say because they never got very far. Oh dear. Because he was uh, supposed to be uh shipped out, but then they started having problems 
in the arbour. <gasps> Storms. Oh. Unnatural weather and the like. William Drury began to scare the seamen. Oh. And was able somehow, i.e., you know, you know how superstitious sailors are. Yes, I do. They were just like, oh, I'm not saying I'm going to let you go and you get the fuck off my ship, but if I just leave this door open, I'll be looking over here to port. <laughs> and he came out of his cell and jumped aft. <laughs> Fair enough. And managed to escape and swam to freedom. Good on him. Huzzah! Uh, so that was great. But then he was arrested again. Oh. <laughs> but when he was uh, taken into custody, he actually asked the person if they had heard of any local activities. You know, what's the news? What's the gossip? What's the word? What's going on? Yeah. Um, and the gentleman said, oh, no, nothing. Nothing's been happening. I don't, I don't have any news. To which, apparently, William asked the gentleman, Do you not hear of the drumming at a gentleman's house in Tedworth? That I do enough, I have plagued him, and he shall never be quiet till he hath made me satisfaction for taking away my drum. You know what? That's still preferable to getting stuck in a conversation at a dinner party with some dick that just wants to talk about Bitcoin. Well, it probably also wasn't the best time to talk about using your weird, you know, witchy powers on someone in 1661 because he then had to go back to court to face a charge. Of witchcraft. Of witchcraft. Yeah. That's hard to defend. (laughs) Would you believe he managed to drum up a defence? Oh my goodness! And got away with it because there wasn't enough evidence. Wow! To ch- and like considering that evidence was never used when people <laughs> were condemned for witchcraft. No, no, they managed to. He managed to get away with it. Did he have like the Al Pacino devil's advocate lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone have an orgy now. <laughs> but they were like, no, 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 but we'll we'll still get you for pig stealing. So you've still got to be like shipped away. <laughs> oh, but again, uh, it was rumoured that he raised storms and frightened the seamen again. Oh. And made his escape. Again? Uh-huh. This guy's like Ted Bundy. <laughs> the thing is, while he was in custody... The magistrate's house went quiet. Oh. Ooh. Is um, that him practicing his theremin? <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, no, so, but the question, oh, and so this time when he made his escape from the seaman, he never returned to the area and the house Fell silent. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. He really committed to the bit, didn't he? He really did. Wow. So th- there'll be different, like, people have come up in, you know, it's one of those where, like, you know, 400 years later, people try to come up with, you know, theories. Yeah. And all the different theories have been everything from it was local gypsies and just people, like, shit staring the judge who were just doing the drumming. Yeah. But then that doesn't explain the stuff that happened inside the house. No. Then people tried to, like, just like, oh, it was just, you know, the kids, you know, doing shit. Like, they were just making scratchy noises and, you know, that kind of thing. But then it started happening to other people. And then other people outside the family um, started seeing it, like independent witnesses. Um, Curiously, you're like, oh, did the family ever try to do anything? They brought in a local priest. Um, and so he was brought in and he did prayers, um, in the children's room, which is where a lot of the occurrences happened. Thank God that's all he did in the children's room. (laughs) That was reported. (laughs) Uh, now apparently whilst he was praying and the whole family was praying, the drumming sounds did subside, but then they just moved to another place in the house. (laughs) And basically whenever the prayers stop, so it would stop for a little while, but then uh, the activities would come back later and it would be a lot more intense and basically pissed off. Yeah. Um, and that's when things would happen, like chairs started, you know, moving around the house um, and that's when, you know, shoes started being hurled. So they stopped getting the priest in uh, to say prayers because it was just making it angry. <laughs> this whole thing is basically the I'm going to rub my balls on your drum set scene uh-huh. of Step Brothers. Yeah. Literally is. The weirdest haunting ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rub my balls on your entire family. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Fuck. touch my drum set. Fucking drummers, man. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, everyone out there who's, you know, like pissed off with a judge or a magistrate and thinks they're a piece of shit or you're pissed off with someone who's rich or a landowner or just someone who's a big douchebag, you know what? Sometimes they really get their comeuppance. So there's a few judges in the US that could deal with this. Yeah. Yeah, Clarence Thomas and Amy mm-hmm. and Judge Beery McCry Cry. <laughs> What's that prick's name? The, the, oh, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ken, was it? I can't remember his name. Yeah, because why would you? Peace exactly. floating turd. Yeah. Oh, double flush him. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying, one day the drums are going to start beating. It's going to start coming for you. Yeah. Also, don't fucking take shit from fucking homeless people. Let people earn a living. Absolutely. Give the man $2 and let him fuck off and annoy your neighbours. <laughs> These are all options rather than get him arrested and confiscate his fucking drum, you piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, Old rich good. entitled white people can fuck off. <laughs> As I sip my double barrel permit. <laughs> <sighs> Mmm, slavey. They're in my day. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, just lie back and just remember, real Mothman eat the carpet. Get your tits out for freedom. (laughs) Freedom. Freedom isn't free. I want to see those choice titties. Do you reckon you can play the drums with titties? Yeah. 
I once, while playing a gig mm. on the drums, mm. had the lead singer of another band that had been on previously come up mm. next to me naked mm. and turkey slapped me for a good 30 seconds. So just smashing his balls into my face. I never knew Louis C.K. Like, was <laughs> in a band. It was the funniest thing I've ever been a part of. It was fucking hilarious. You're such a man. It was fun. He still wore a hat. <laughs> that was the best bit. Well, that's just He's uh, quite the rich little landowner these days, but back then he was a piece of shit who wore a hat on stage to sexually assault my face. Yeah, I think there's a lawsuit in that. I'm nah. just saying, you take his fucking drum. He got his titties out for freedom and so should you. 